In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, we hear from the person with the saddest career path ever. Brian discusses why he almost ended up dead at the bottom of the ocean, and we interview a really smart guy who lives in a desert. Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own sales success. My name is Brian Neal. I'm Bill Kasky. We are your hosts, as we are every week for the Advanced Selling Podcast. Glad you are here. If you've not done so, check out the products page on our website. Wonderful tools there. Tis the season. You know, we're coming up on it, aren't we? It's birthday month too. You're supposed to say it's birthday. Oh, it's birthday month. month. Happy birthday! Just in a couple days. A few days. Yeah, Yeah, a few days. Good. I'm starting to get. Oh, I'm I'm not worried about. I've never been worried about my age, but. Don't, don't worry about your age. I really not. How old are you? Not forty. I'll be forty-seven. Oh jeez. Oh, I exactly. Start, start worrying about. It's exactly. I thought what you I were in your you early forties. Yeah. No. No. Late forties. Okay. Yeah. It's time to. It's time I'm big to start on that. Though. I'm big on when you transition. Start from worrying. Early on December to mid to yeah. December seventh. It's eleventh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 11. So if you want day. to buy me a birthday gift, all you got to do is go to our website and uh, type in your little credit card there and get the all-in comprehensive training solution for salespeople and send it to me and I'll consume it. I'll use it because I'm a salesperson. We're on the road 2017, 2016. It's just over. We're done now. You, you going anywhere else for 2016? Podcast? Uh, taking any more business No, trips? no, nothing for me. I think no. I'm off. I think I'm off the grid now. I think yeah. we're good. But we're, uh, we're planning calendar's 17, book for 2017. Though. If you'd like to have us come visit you, just send us an email, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com and we'll get the process started there. You know, with the holidays almost here, Brian, as you as you mentioned, you don't have time to go to the post office. You got traffic, you got parking. It'll be packed with all, everyone mailing holiday gifts and packages. So do what we do at the Advanced Selling Podcast. Use stamps.com instead. With stamps.com, you can avoid all of the hassle of going to the post office during the holidays. Everything you would do at the post office, you can do right from your desk. You can buy and print official postage using your own computer and printer. You can print postage for any letter or package, especially Brian's gift. The instant you need it, then the mailman picks it up, or the mailwoman. So easy and convenient. We use stamps.com. As I said here at the podcast, you should too right now. Special offer, four-week trial, and a $110 bonus offer, which includes postage and a digital scale. Don't wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and of course, type in advanced selling. That's stamps.com. Enter advanced selling. We have a guest, don't we? We do. Do you want to talk about your our guest? Well, you, you met this fellow, right? Yeah, I met uh, I met his company. I didn't actually meet him, and I really liked the work that they did. I sat on a board, and this his company came in and did some branding work. Yeah, and uh, the, our guest's name is Tyler Borders, and uh, he has a company that works with higher education and a lot of organizations in, in the uh, area of branding. Uh, so we interviewed him, and uh, we're going to play the interview now. One thing, as you said, Brian, that we need to talk about is that. Tyler takes a real philosophical approach to branding. Yes. A very high-minded, high-concept. He's not going to tell you how to change your LinkedIn page or modify your Facebook posts. And I think what he's trying to do is give you some food for thought about how to look at branding in a different way. Yeah, this would be an episode that I would listen to that's contemplative, that you would listen to when you're walking on a beach or climbing a mountain, because I know some of our friends and listeners do that. Riding a bike, probably not driving a car, sitting in a uh, Starbucks, doing your... uh, annual plan, that sort of thing. So just Probably take it not, in. I no. think the key thing for me as I, as I listen to him talk is there are, there are items in here that are self-reflective and, and there are places to find things about yourself. And he does give you a couple tactical things too. And he went to Pepperdine University, mm. which if you've never been to Pepperdine University, you look realize, it up. Just look, just look it up. Just look it up. Online. Yeah. Just yeah. And click on images, go to images. when you Google it. Yeah. <laughs> go to tell Google me images. If you think it would be a good place to go to school, <laughs> I would have flunked out and wound up at the bottom of the ocean, as you'll hear me talk about in a minute. So, <laughs> Yeah. So enjoy the interview with Tyler Borders and we'll be back right after. 
You put locks on your home, you buy home insurance. You have an alarm on your car, you buy car insurance. And you've worked so hard to build your business, but you don't have cyber insurance to protect it. Small businesses like yours are especially vulnerable to cyber attacks. Over 40% of cyber attacks in 2015 targeted small businesses. And 60% of those small businesses attacked closed within six months. Cyber policy is the first end-to-end solution that combines cyber planning, security, and insurance customized for small business. Get peace of mind for as little as 40 cents a day. Secure your business. Visit cyberpolicy.com and get a custom quote in just four minutes. Look, it's not a matter if some hacker is going to attempt to attack your company. It's a question of when. Plan, prevent, insure with cyberpolicy.com. Well, Brian, you know, uh, you and I spend a lot of time uh, in the field, outstanding in our fields. We do. And uh, occasionally we hear someone who, when we hear them or the philosophy or see them online, it really connects. And our guest today is a gentleman by the name of Tyler Borders. You can find him at tylerborders, just like it sounds, .com. I went to an event where his group, his company, uh, facilitated it. Yep. And he's a founder of a company called Dartlet. They work with uh, higher ed institutions and a lot of other companies, large brands. And he had a very unique way of talking about brand. And so we're going to talk about that today. Tyler, are you there? I'm here. Yeah, pleasure to be here, Bill. Well, we're glad to have you. So, you know, as I said before, a lot of our listeners are salespeople and sales managers and entrepreneurs. And brand is so important, and yet it's so nebulous and vague. And you have a very unique way of looking at it. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and history and and maybe then get into the details of how you coach your clients to look at brand? Because it's it's really important, and I I find your uh, approach to be unique. So why don't you go ahead and tell us? Absolutely. Yeah, nebulous is a really good word uh, for, for brand and how it's currently perceived or understood in the market. And I've spent a number of years unpacking that and putting some science around what this term brand means uh, and how we can actually harness it to to add value. Um, I'll back up a bit. I, I live in Washington State here with my, my wife and three daughters, uh, and I went to school at Pepperdine down in California. That's um, probably the ugliest campus you've ever been on, Brian. Have you ever been on the is. campus of Pe- Pepperdine? If I yeah. went to Pepperdine, I would still I'd be at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> You'd That's be there. The, I would yeah. just be stuck there. Yeah, I, like who? Yeah, who wouldn't was, go to uh, school it here? It's it unreal. Beautiful. You're the smartest human I know. Go ahead. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, I'm an advertising major originally. Uh, I was I was a biology major. I thought I was going to be a a, a surgeon. Uh, probably more inspired by. George Clooney and ER in the 90s than anything else. Uh, but I say that because I've always had this this empirical desire, data-driven desire to do something that was technical, uh, that made a difference, that I, that I could understand why I was doing it. Uh, in the meantime, I'm an artist. So I'm an ambidextrous, which sort of plays into, I, I think, why I care about what I do and, and how I approach this kind of work. But uh, I've got this weird battle between artist and painter uh, and and this technical data geek. And so I'm an advertising major, as it turns out. Uh, and I was sort of ushered that way by friends and family. And it was a great fit because it's sort of creative meets meets research and science. And uh, I'll flash forward. And I worked at an agency in Malibu. They're also a tough place to live. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> And it's, I'll tell you, I was 
Tyler, Tyler, have you ever heard of the principle of okay, not okay? The more the more okay you are, the more not okay. Well, we're feeling very not okay right now. And then I was in uh, Maui for my second. Maui. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, I now live in the desert in Washington and, and not the Seattle side. So it, things have changed okay. We're feeling better. We're feeling Since better. then, yeah. Yeah, I'm in the, in the hot desert now. In, in a cabin, right? With no running water? That's right. I hope. Cabin, no, no running water. Yeah, very challenging. Uh, but, uh, you know, so I was doing work for, for clients in, in the industry in, in greater Los Angeles and all feeling very uncomfortable with this notion that nobody knew why uh, they were doing anything, client or agency. Uh, and I'm orienting this now to sort of marketing efforts and I'll, and I'll position it toward personal leadership and brand management too, but giving you a bit of background here. And, and really uncomfortable with the decisions that we were making as an agency and we didn't really know why we were doing it other than some of us thought they were pretty or that it was funny or, you know, there was some reason that we thought it was attractive. And so we would do this dog and pony pitch and smoke and mirrors and pull a sheet off and hope that <laughs> something stuck. Uh, and that for my biology brain, research brain, I was constantly uncomfortable with the fact that I was being this sort of artist felt like, and I was a mouse in a, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a spinning wheel <laughs> going nowhere. And I, I then, in a change of events, went to a national laboratory back in Washington, very long story, where I, I met my now co-founder, Scott Okander, and we have founded Dartlet. Uh, and, and so I go to this national laboratory, and now here I go from creativity in LA to middle of nowhere, Hanford research site, where you know plutonium, you know, was generated for World War II, and the CD-ROM was invented, and the airport scanners we now go through every day in an airport. So incredible science in the middle of this desert, and it was this entire entirely different shift to research and data and, and empirical thinking. And to make matters even more interesting, for the first time in 80 years, this laboratory said we want to rebrand. And I was coming in new, and I was sort of the, in their minds, I guess, the hot shot from L.A., and, and I, you know, they wanted to see what I could do. And in the meantime, Scott Okander and I met up there, again, my co-founder of Dartlet, and we were tasked with bringing transformation to this 5,000-person, mostly Ph.D., mostly scientists, this organization that had no clue of how to, how to really uh, to think about, to, you know, about branding. That sort of sets the stage for why I do what I do now, and I'll flash forward even faster. So all that said, when I think about branding, uh, I think about reputation. And in fact, those two words are synonymous for me. So brand, you know, while, while many, and even very large agencies, frankly, think about brand as logo or something you can see or something visual, for me, it isn't any of those things. Uh, brand is... In, in my terminology, sense of, of self, a, a sense of knowing who you are, why you are, uh, having core values that are at the, at, at, you know, at the center of everything that you do and how you behave. We tend to view everything around us in human terms because uh, it's the most intrinsic to, to us, our own humanity. We can understand human personality. And so we deposit it everywhere. And this idea of archetyping says that we like to easily and readily do this on the fly. So if I meet somebody uh, and I spend a couple minutes with them, my brain, whether I like it or not, 
wants to understand them and put them in a little bin that's neat and, neat and tidy for me. Obviously, we're all more complex than that, but this is just a process of archetyping that we go through to help us categorize information, recall quickly. Uh, and I apply this principle to, to people, to organizations, and a number of other exercises, all to get at this sense of, of self. Who, who are you uh, in human terms? Uh, who is your organization in human terms? So, Bill, you were with me in a workshop and we were talking all about, you know, take this very vast institution and think about this institution as if it were one human, one singular person like you or me, and using hundreds of stakeholders, let's define this one human. And if we can do that, understand its core values, the traits that make it unique, the archetypes that it most relates to, uh, we use all of these principles to help organizations and to help people crystallize and define exactly who they are. Uh, why, why is that important? It, it all comes back to your, your term brand or reputation. You are certainly as a sales leader, um, you are constantly cultivating this fluid concept of self and every interaction you have. And I would argue that if you don't know exactly who you are, uh, managing that, which I know that might sound manipulative to some degree, and I don't intend it to be that way, but it, to me, you know, you've heard Abraham Lincoln say it, perception, it's reality. Uh, one, I think many, many people have not crystallized this sense of self in the way that they ought to, documented it, really thought through, who, who am I? What matters most to me? And then am I being perceived that way? And in our view, the big idea, the really big idea that I don't think anybody has uh, sort of arrived at in the way that Dartlet has, my firm, is that this sense, this intrinsic sense of human self permeates all that we are, uh, manages and, and impacts our entire reputation, global reputation as a human or an organization. And I'm still amazed to see humongous firms that when I go look under the hood and I ask, well, you know, who, who are you? Can you talk about who, who you are? And I see these blank stares. <laughs> and somebody will say, well, I can tell you our mission statement because I was made to memorize that. Or they'll start reciting something. I'm not, I'm not saying that's not important because it is. But again, if we already think and talk in human terms naturally, how brilliant is it then if we could provide humanity to the organization? Um, that to me is brand and that to me is reputation and it can be managed. Um, and and so so that's the work that, that I'm doing. All right. That's uh, good, Tyler. Let, let me we, – we have a lot of salespeople listen to this and I like to give them tactical advice. So I'm going to paint a picture for you and you respond to this if you would, please. You do a lot sure. of speaking. So you're going to be uh, – Pretend you're speaking in front of 150 graduates from a business school, all of whom are about to enter into the workforce in their first sales job. And someone stands up in the crowd and says, Tyler, I've got a question for you. Regards to, with regard to everything that you talk about branding, that sort of thing, I'm going into my first sales job. Give me one thing to do and one thing to not do that's going to help my reputation and my personal brand as a salesperson. Sure, that's a, that's a great question. The first thing I would say is... Uh, in a lot of these exercises, you know, I can apply them for hundreds of people at a university or beyond. You can do these at home. Uh, 
on your own time. Uh, and I would say, sit down, think about your personality, be authentic with yourself. What are you really good at? What are you really bad at? Uh, and begin to make an inventory pen and paper, take adjectives, personality traits, adjectives, if you will, and start doing a rank order for yourself. Thinking about, you know, again, who am I? What terms really comprise who I am? Is it, so I'll give you some of mine. Uh, one of mine might be uh, inventive, uh, is near in my top 10. Uh, I would say rebellious is in my top 10 which might surprise some people. I like to break the rules if I can um, in a healthy way, hopefully. Uh, but begin making an inventory. What are these terms that define you? Lay that out, write it out. I think a lot of the, 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 uh, the problem is we don't codify things uh, as, a, as a people much anymore. Just getting them out, define, crystallizing them. Mm -hmm. Make this list, rank that list using these traits. So let's, you know, are you intelligent? Are you compassionate? Are you transformative? Are you collaborative? Are you loyal? What you know? Are you are you leader? Uh, are you artistic? You know, um, inquisitive. You know, it's your oyster uh, in terms of what you pick from. But really, map out your sense of self. Rank that list, and take a step back and look at it. Uh, codify who you are, and then codify who you're not. And I think I, that's what I would say to the 150 uh, folks at a business, you know, business graduation. Know who you are. Live that out. So, when you, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. So is it is it fair to say I'm, I'm concluding as you talk here that most people don't. And so when someone shows up in our life and, and they're putting on some kind of persona or they're putting on this armor that we really – and you've, you've been called on by people like that. You've met people where you're not really sure where they're coming from. Is that an example of someone who doesn't know who they are or haven't done, hasn't done the work to understand it? And therefore, they think they need to be somebody what might be quite different from who they really are. Is that, is that a, and, do, and do people pick up on that? I think you've nailed it. Yeah, I think that's beautifully said. So much of what I see is one, as you said, they haven't done the work, uh, put in just that discipline, that moment of codifying this sense of self. And as a result, I think a lot of what we are doing uh, as salespeople, as leaders, as business owners, is we are acting. Uh, we are trying to figure out what does this person want yeah, from what me? do I need to be what in order to, to make the sale or whatever, yeah. And when you, that's right. And when you let that go and you say, look, here's who I am. I know I'm best when I'm in this place. I know I'm authentic when I'm in this place and I'm going to be this for better or worse. That is incredibly freeing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's all the things you said. I think there's a lot of acting going on, which makes us uncomfortable because we're not being authentic. And two, it's this, they've never done the work. We're talking with Tyler Borders today. You can find out more about Tyler at tylerborders.com. And as I said earlier, there are several videos there that I think really take what you've just said, Tyler, and, and in, a, in a nice captured way and, and uh, concise way, share with uh, the listeners and the viewers all about what you've just talked about. So we really appreciate you being on today. This is a lot of food for thought here. And I like your conclusions. I think we need to do the work. I think we taught, there's a lot of talk about personal branding, but usually what it gets down to is what's your LinkedIn page look like and what's your Facebook mm -hmm. page look like? And it's so superficial because we haven't done the necessary, you know, it's, it's hard work too. And you almost need somebody there 
with you to do it, I think. It's hard just to look at a blank piece of paper and say, okay, who are you? I mean, there's got to be some people around you who might help guide you along that too. That's right. Get your friends and family around. I always say gather the folks that know you. If this is going to be at a personal brand level, get the folks that are going to be honest with you and candid with you Mm -hmm. uh, and that you're willing to take feedback from and get them in a room for an hour or two and have these discussions uh, and be vulnerable. Be willing to hear uh, what they have to say because they're going to be honest with you. Uh, and do that do that work. I, I think it's critical. With the holidays coming up, you could devote a whole Christmas morning That's to, right. you know, a family I want to gather around. We're gonna talk, I got an easel here. We're going to talk about me for a little bit. That's right. That's We're right. play Brian <laughs> Neal Pictionary right now. <laughs> it's fun. No, don't leave. Don't leave. No, it's fun. Like, that'd be quite a holiday dynamic. <laughs> well, Tyler, uh, we appreciate your time again. Awesome content. And uh, we're glad we'll have you on some other time. And if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. TylerBorders.com. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. So Brian, what did you uh, what did you think of that uh, interview and some of the information that he addressed? I think Tyler is very smart. I think you're right. He takes a very unique approach to branding. What I took more than anything, though, that is borders. I think on tactical for me is this um, uh, physical self reflection yeah. of who I am as a salesperson and carrying that brand and thinking intentionally about it, yeah. as opposed to just going around being who I think I need to yeah. be and to sit down and write those things out. I think is a great exercise for too. our listeners. Yeah, I do too. I've seen uh, the, the workshop they do. And it's exactly what they do. Now they give you the adjectives to draw from, but there's no reason why you can't find adjectives online and just start to look through what really describes me. It, it becomes, it's a pretty easy exercise it to is. do once you have those there. It is. Well, that does it for today's episode. If you haven't downloaded a free copy of Ultimate Pregame, do so right now, go to ultimatepregame.com to find it. Check out the products page while you're there. And of course, if you haven't thought about bringing us out to your company next year, 2017 could be your year to bring us out. We'd love to meet you personally. Email us at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com to get the conversation started. Of course, we'd love to have you join the conversation and our LinkedIn group. We're up to almost 7,300 now, and uh, we'd love to have about 7,300 more. So make sure you go there, and we'll see you next time for the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. Bye.